0: Hello everyone, this is Pamela Ostrowski, and I'm so happy that you've joined me today for The Listing Presentation is Dead. Uh, If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or our iTunes podcast, you can't see that I'm wearing all black. Um, The reason why I'm doing that is because um, the concept of a listing presentation is dead. And we're gonna talk more about that shortly. Um, Good morning, Jerry. Uh, So we're on Facebook Live, so if you wanna share this with other agents, this is a really critical topic because for most of the industry, um, you guys are going into your busy season. Good morning, Tom, good morning, Beth. And so we wanna make sure that everyone is successful uh, and we wanna be able to help each other. Remember that what what works today is more of a go-giver mentality of how we can help others. So the focus of our Facebook sessions, this is the Real Estate Marketing Power Hour with Pam. And if you're still doing marketing that you did even two years ago, you're, you're seeing business slow down. I've heard that from all of my agents. Good morning, Kelly. And, they're, and and so what I'm trying to do is get them to update their marketing and to use the content that's on Power Words Power Profit uh, website. And so to give you an example, because I love doing this, um, I want to, uh, for those of you who who have seen this before, I'm sure you'll get a kick out of it again. It's my parents' home 50 years ago uh, when it was for sale. And then on the back is the MLS description, the size of the house, the number of bedrooms, all that kind of stuff. Now, um, and And this home is is just down the street from me. Same thing, just listed. Here's a picture of a house. Here's a massive paragraph. And then, of course, um, we've co branded this to really confuse the message. Uh, And so there's um, a title company's bunch of information here. And then, of course, no call to action with the agent and a little bit of detail. Well, what's interesting is for those of you who are doing postcards, Hello John, um, so uh, what's interesting for those of you who are doing postcards, take a look first of all at the size of this paragraph, okay, nobody's going to read that. Secondly, look what the post office was nice enough to do. This is a a skid of a wheel in shoving these through to be um, uh, processed for uh, on the backside, right? So um, that was the kindness, Samantha, I want you to look at this. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny yeah so so the post office did this so not only will no one read this because it's a giant paragraph but no one can read it courtesy of the US Postal Service so um, yeah Mm, not a good idea now you can have some fun with postcards and I've shown you some example of those but that's not our topic today if you guys want postcards to be a topic let me know and I will do it you know in the coming weeks uh, but I did want to show you that, unfortunately, in the real estate uh, marketing schools, the people who are coming in are not marketers. Mm-mm. No, no, they're agents who have been agents forever, and they don't know any new marketing tools because they're not marketers, which is, you know, you're in real estate, and we don't expect you to be a marketer. Um, However, it's 2018 and your consumers, your leads, do expect you to be a marketer. Because otherwise, they can just use Homey.com and just communicate via email and they don't have to deal with you. So ultimately, it's how you market yourself here. This This is a sample to a homeowner, like myself, that says, don't use this person. They don't know how to market if you plan on selling your home. So as a homeowner, You're turning me off because your marketing looks like it did 50 years ago, all right? So the concept of innovation is new to you. So um, we want to make sure, and especially if you're using innovation as one of your um, marketing words as being an innovative realtor, we need to make sure that your marketing is also innovative. Um, So um, the, uh, ha, guten tag, uh, Hal, (laughs) heavy gates. so, uh, the, the whole concept here is that it's time for you to update your marketing. And that includes what we uh, affectionately hear in the industry as the listing presentation. So, of course, I have examples. So, I'm sorry for the people who are just listening, but um, I did a Google search for uh, best ex- examples of the best listing presentations. And sure enough, there's a ton of them out there, none of them written by marketing experts, I might add, (laughs) which I find entertaining myself since that's what I do for a living Uh, and have done it for over 30 years. So one of the things that I wanna caution you about is what's dead is the presentation part. It's not that you're not going to have an appointment with a homeowner and have a conversation or if you consider yourself a real estate consultant, that you have a consultation, because consultation usually can can be free. Um, A conversation, of course, is free. Um, But consultation puts you in a little bit better um, position of authority. So the catch though is, is when you, the kiss of death is when you open up your laptop and start showing um, slides, right? Because that, Be immediately takes your eye off of your client and your your potential client. And ultimately, that's the biggest problem most people have. Um, (laughs) Oh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) um, So the idea here is that um, we want to make sure that we're compelling to their message of what they want to hear. And so the, some of the examples that I've gotten, um, and let me just uh, pull some up here too, is um, that you've got this. These are considered the best. This is the brokerage and the location. So it's a Charlotte House Hunter Group. Okay, and then again, this is a slide presentation. So you're everybody's gonna be looking at the computer. There is no human interaction now. Um, the past few episodes, I think 68 and 69 were about, um, homey.com and the iBuyer models of OfferPad, open door, knock, you know, purple brick on and on and on. So, um, one of the, the big things is, is if you're going to sit in front of a computer with your clients, you are no better than having an electronic relationship. So one of the key differentiators and I will continue to focus you on this message is if you truly want to be in real estate in a couple of years, you have to have a human element and you have to be eyeball to eyeball because that's really one of the biggest differences between you and everyone else is that human accessibility, that responsiveness and the eye contact and the voice. Okay, so, you know, that's a that's can be a potential problem if you're just trying to stay away from talking to people and just send them emails instead. Nobody wants to read your emails, sadly. I mean, if they do, it's because they've truly trust you already. And that actually it can be a big challenge for a lot of real estate agencies. They're like, "Well, I have a list." Well, um, the spamming laws have gotten pretty tight now, and you can send one email, but you can't send multiple emails unless someone actually gave you their information for you to email them. So that's the reason why we have lead magnets on our websites. But um, the, the thought process uh, is that um, they have to know and trust you before they're going to give you their email address. That was not the case even two years ago but it has changed because everybody abused the system. Everybody got on that bandwagon and, and worse yet is expecting interaction. And you're not going to get interaction from them. You need to do seven to 10 touches. And this is in the PowerWordsPowerProfit.com site. If you type in seven, the number seven, it, this um, particular lesson will show up. And you have to do seven to 10 touches in order to get someone to react. So when you're looking at your listing presentation, these things, it's the same thought process. So you, all of your marketing has to educate, inform, demonstrate, and and entertain. Frankly, you've got to have graphics and visuals. So um, you know that it's this is no exception to those rules. And so when we're looking at these slides, so this is the first slide, and somehow they got. Um, organized differently. Um, But then the next one is here's our team. So immediately we started with here's our brokerage and here's our team. Who are we talking to? I mean, ultimately, this should be all about clients and them becoming a client and what the end result is. Instead, this listing um, side deck includes everything about themselves. Let me talk about me, and then when I'm done with that, let me talk about my brokerage, and then we'll go back to me again. And oh, by the way, at the end, um, I'll show you some um, referrals and references too about me. And somewhere in there, I'm gonna tell you about the process. This slide deck had 29 slides. To me, you should have no more than 12, okay? And there is, and we'll talk about how, what slide deck you should use uh, in a few minutes. But here's another one. And help me with this, guys. Take a look at this image. Um, why are we looking at people's feet? Just curious. So what that says is home home sale strategy. And then it has all the push information of here's my name, here's my phone number, and here's my website. Well, what do bare feet, with a flower in the middle of them, by the way, have to do with someone listing their home. Missing, I don't get it. Is anybody else missing that? And then the next one has tons of text on it, which there's upsides and downsides to that clearly. But this one says, um, my approach and then um, to helping you market and sell your home. Now, wait a minute here. I'm hiring you to market and sell my home. Why are you t- saying that my approach to helping me market all right so pronoun trouble here guys so and these are um, are you know one of the things that that we need to focus on is our wording and that's why I created power words is because I don't expect you to know what words to use I've written them for you so um, pushing daisies. <laughs> I, I maybe, I, I don't know, I, I have not figured this one out. By the way, these were listed by a real estate agency that um, uh, are supposed to be uh, experts and these they pulled these out as their top five. Yeah, so something else to avoid. So I did a search for, um, a uh went through a site that you guys many of you are members of um it has three letters in it that's all i'll say um and um and they had this uh lead magnet about listing presentations the five things you need to have in your listing presentation clue number one if someone uses the phrase about if someone giving you advice uses the phrase listing presentation run it's outdated. I don't know, you know, who they're using or how old that person's experience is, but no homeowner is going to pay attention to something called the listing presentation, and no agent should have the word presentation. And that was some one of the other examples. Is it said listing presentation on it, and it's like seriously, you're not supposed to keep that on there. Um, so one of the things that they've done in this is this is their top five. You know, how you need to um, get to this point, the path to get there, the five elements to building the perfect presentation. Again, think about the word presentation. The root word is present. What does present mean? Present means I'm going to talk at you. I'm going to share information. You are going to be quiet and you're going to listen because I have a lot to say. I have 29 slides to get through. We only have an hour. I've got a lot to say. So you just keep your questions to the end, okay? That's what you're saying when you say, "I'm let's get together for my listing presentation um, or, or any sort of thing. And, and so the idea is to remove the concept of a presentation from your mind. So if you ever hear yourself say the word, say consultation, correct yourself, because this is the kiss of death. We are in a, a, um, a, at a point right now that you're either going to make it or break it in real estate. You've got 12 to 18 months to prove yourself before things get weird. And, and, and we're not even talking about the real estate market changing and shifting. We're talking about how technology is going to enable homeowners to eliminate you from the process if they choose to. So you've really got to brand yourself differently. And, it's, and, and that trust factor of giving you their email address has changed. So um, you have to show and give without asking for an email address. Uh, and once you have that trust, that's when you'll get a contact from them. All right. So most of your marketing will not be, you will not get feedback that it's working. How about that for being frustrating, right? Because you're wanting to say, well, I'm not getting anything. And it's like, yeah, you are, but you don't know it. So you're going to have to get past that and know that the money that you're investing is building your brand's visibility and knowing that when people are ready, they will contact you, but you can't be sporadic about when you, when you market because they think you went away. Same is true with if you have a house that's a a listing um, and you're promoting it, you don't just promote the open houses. You keep a a certain dollar amount, uh, and and, and I'm talking about Facebook ads particularly because it's easy and cheap, is um, to promote that house until it sells. And so the idea is that you're continually staying in front of people. So that when you're doing this listing, consultation that they already know something about you they've probably done research online they've looked up your name clearly they've googled your name so you should google your name and make sure you know what's there they're going to type it in in facebook they're going to look at your personal page if you don't have a link to your business page up in the intro section they're not going to know that you run that you're in business right they're just going to look at your personal page so make sure that you've got a link to your business page in your intro section on Facebook. So um, the the idea here is that if you hear the word presentation in anybody's advice, don't read the rest. It's a waste of your time. So what they did though is, and and, and this is the reason why, I'm not picking on individual companies, but these are not marketers. These are former real estate agents, either that have not made it in real estate and have decided to share their wisdom with, over 34 years in marketing, I can tell you that, um, they're not staying up with the trends. So their thing is, um, it's build rapport, which is, I don't know, 70 years old now, um, identify needs, then, um, company value. Let me tell you about my brokerage. I've got news for you. Nobody cares about your brokerage. No, no, they don't. No one understands what a brokerage really is, and they think you're employees. So why are you asking for a commission when you already get a base salary? So that's where that education process comes in. But when you have a conversation, is almost as important as what you say in that particular conversation. So we're going to talk a bit about that as well. And then the other thing was, um, so uh, company value, then personal value. Have we talked much about the clients at all here or their house or anything that they want to talk about? No, not really. Maybe in identify needs, but maybe not. And then um, earned trust, which is referrals and references. Okay. So this is probably 10 years old. And uh, although it was just, I just signed up for it as a lead magnet um, like, I don't know, a month ago. So it's it's sad. It's, you guys are, are being told information that will kill your career. And it really, really upsets me. Because um, you I, I, I see why you're frustrated. Because you're constantly being told to do this thing and that thing. And that this works and that works. And unless you spend your life, which I do... Uh, focused on what's happening, buying behaviors, selling behaviors, what words are working, what words aren't working, what um, Facebook objectives work, what headlines work, which buttons work. Um, and you, you live this every day, which I do. Um, you're, you're, th- these, these people are giving you bad advice. They're giving you old advice. And, and unfortunately, your clientele will pick up on that. I mean, it's interesting when you think about Blockbuster, Circuit City, uh, Borders Bookstore, they're all out of business. And it was because they were blind to the fact that they needed to change. They needed to change their model. And I don't want you as a real estate agent to be in that position. Because all you have to do is tweak your behavior and your words and and you'll be all set. You'll be fine, okay? So for those of you who are PowerWords, PowerProfit members, um, this section is in Getting the Listing, and it's, the icon is the, the light shining down on this agent, and then there's an entire section that includes all of these tips that I'm about to share with you. So I want to make sure that um, we walk through the entire process Um, with you today so that if you're just listening, um, you don't feel like you've missed out on the visual side of this. And just as a reminder, this is accessible later on through um, the uh, the webpage, the Facebook page here, which is facebook.com forward slash power words, power profit, or you can just type in SOS INC for ink. Uh, marketing, and you'll find it. But uh, on the left-hand side, there's a tab called Videos. Just click there, and you will find this is video number 72. Can you believe it? I love you guys. You've all hung in there for 72 episodes. <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me. I got choked up. I got emotional about that. Um, so let's start at the very beginning of this process. Um, the first step is that you're going to set the appointment. All right. And one of the things, guys, um, is is when you're setting the appointment, this is your first opportunity to make an impression. I love all those hearts. Thank you. Um, And so when you first call and depending on how you've gotten their contact information, um, you'll you wouldn't say call it necessarily even a listing consultation. That's where I would use the word conversation and say, I'd like to sit down with you and have a conversation about um, your home and uh, the direction that you're taking. And, uh, you know, kind of make it just like you would talk about to, to someone else. Remember that the word listing is your language. It's not our language. When somebody says, I'm the listing agent, I don't know what that means. Most people don't. I, I know it because I know you guys. But, um, but if you uh, were to say, um, and even putting your house on the market is also lingo, right? But instead to say, you know, is it time for you to move? Or are you thinking of moving or selling, put selling your home as opposed to putting it on the market? That's how people think, think of selling your home. So when you talk about it, when you, when you call them, make sure that this phone call is not more than five minutes. And I know I've heard some people say, oh, well, I had a whole conversation with them before we met. So I know all of that information. First of all, you're invading, I mean you're 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 if you last more the call lasts for more than 5 minutes, you're being inconsiderate of their time. Not only that, but you're liable to start down your consultation way before the meeting, which is not necessarily a good thing because you may cover things that they're not going to remember because they you don't have their full attention. The beauty of a listing consultation is that in theory, depending on how many kids they have, um they're going to sit down with you and in the peace and quiet of their home and have a conversation with you now you don't have to have a listing consultation at the house have you thought about that most everyone i know goes to the house but if there's lots of screaming children when you call to make the appointment hey lorraine um then um then it's probably best to say let's Let's take an hour out, this is the largest investment that, that you're making and it's a very serious one and I take it very seriously. So what I'd like to do is ask you to um, you know, step away for an hour and let's walk through how, how you would like to proceed and um, some of the factors that you might not be considering. right? So put a little bit of doubt in their mind and start to establish your credibility. And then ask one or two unique questions. Now, unique questions are not, what's your time frame? Everybody asks that. And um, the other one that people ask are, why are you selling? You know, what's your motivation? What's your driver for selling, right? Those are really, I mean, (laughs) you can get tired of, of, you know, that type of of question. Instead, you might say, so um, before we hang up, Could you tell me something that you think would um, how I one or two things that I could do to help make this the best experience possible for you? Because I do understand my clients have have, um, told me many times how stressful selling my house can be or selling your house can be. and, And I totally relate to that. But I want your words on what it is that you think that I could do to make this the best experience. And um, and they may say get it you know sell it fast for the best price possible which is a quick response and probably mostly true uh, but then you could even um, ask them something like you know what do you love most about your home you know what made you purchase your home those would be um, unusual questions now the reason why you're asking a unique or a slightly unusual question that's a little bit off base. Is that you're trying to make an impression? You're trying to, through vocalization, you're on the phone, um, uh, to make an imprint. And by asking that question, you're requiring them to respond. So you're not just setting an appointment for a day and time, but starting a conversation and and getting them to think about that. And they're going to remember who made them think about that, so that you are now planting the seed for success when you actually meet with them. Um, and then you could ask also something like, well, could you tell me, share with me, what's your biggest concern about the home selling process? And, you know, that's another question, again, that you're trying to um, help people with in, in creating a, a bond and a, starting to build that rapport. But in reality, what they're really thinking is, hey, this person's really thought this out. So you're starting to build not really just rapport you're building um, credibility. And let's be honest, the biggest concern that people have, do you you guys know why people actually um, uh, do refer, why they they would go to an agent who they've been referred to versus entertaining the possibility of um, hiring a different agent that they don't know? It's not because that person thought they were good. It's that they are avoiding interviewing. They're avoiding this whole process. So if I if I tell my neighbor, oh, you should use, you know, Tom Mayer for your agent, um, then um, the next thing is that they're like, Oh, well, Pam says they're good, so they must be good, and God, then we don't have to talk to a whole bunch of other agents. So the referral concept the reason why you're getting business is because they're trying to avoid doing anything else. So, in talking to anyone else, which is why that homie.com, self service, and open door and those guys, uh, the iBuyers, are um, a threat to you. Is because, uh, by nature, because we are so busy, we want to the easy route out. Um, to give you a non real estate example, let's talk about coffee. Um, you know, when you, back in the day we used to have percolators, does anybody remember percolators? So, you know, that big metal container and then it had that, that um, you fill it up with water and then you put the tube down it and then you put the can on top of it and then you spill coffee down the hole and then it, you have chewy coffee. Uh, then you put the lid on top, you plug it in, uh, 10 minutes or 15 minutes later you've got a lot of coffee, potentially, and you just wanted one cup. And it's just, you know, it's one thing after another. It's a very inconvenient way to have coffee. costs about five cents for a cup. Now I can spend $200 or more on a fancy coffee maker and um, buy pods, coffee pods, that then cost me 70, 80, 90 cents each. And I drop it in there and I take my expensive handle and I drop it down and poof, I have a cup of coffee that costs me around, well, between 70 cents and a dollar. I am willing to pay fifteen to twenty times more for convenience. So we're we're in a situation where this um, this this listing conversation has to be smooth. It's got to be. Making it's all got to be all about your lead, not about you. Now, and the way that you'll build credibility is by how you use your words, which is why this conversation is happening. Is that you can't just go in with a pile of, of slides, you know, printed off, and and or go in worse out with your computer. Now, I know that real estate schools are saying, oh, well, show them that you know how to use technology. No, you show them physical um, physical things, things that they can keep, that they can look at, that they can touch, because selling is about the tactile experience, right? So when even if you're going to buy shoes or uh, clothing on Amazon, you'll go to a store and touch it first if you can, or try them on. Um, and so ultimately, they want and and you want to use uh, some of the psychological tools like the power of the pen. To walk them through certain things and point to certain things, and you want to the physicality. If if you're if you have a, each have a slide deck and you're pointing to their slide deck, you're guiding them through the points, right? And ultimately, that's a psychological imprint on what you want them to see as most important. So, the computer thing, you pointing to it, the computer point is is not the same. Computers are tools that we use to produce things. We do not use them to Uh, have conversations. Okay. So when it, when it comes to, especially an asset, that's everyone's number one asset. So now you've set the meeting time, make sure that you keep it. When you set the meeting time, make sure that you don't say whatever works best for you. I'm free. I'm all about you because I don't have anybody else to work with. Right. That's, that's what it sounds like. So instead say, uh, typically what days of the week and what times work best for you? And then, then you pick one and say, well, let's do, you know, tomorrow at 5.30, then that, if, does that work for you? Uh, yes, it does. And, and then say, well, I will give you a, a quick call or a text, which would be best, um, just as a reminder to make sure that we're confirmed to go. Um, and, and then you have to prepare. Now, Samantha said, I tell my potential seller clients that I have a marketing director specialist. Ooh, they always say, really, that's very good. <laughs> Who would that be, Samantha? <laughs> I like that. Um, thank you. So um, the, the next step is that you have to prepare. Now, a lot of agents don't want to walk in with a bunch of stuff, which is fine. Keep it in the car. Um, but what you do want to walk in is with a notepad or a portfolio, um, meaning, you know, um, not, not a folder, okay, not a folder. Um, but you know, a notepad and have notes on it already because what you want to do is be able to take notes comfortably and to point out to them, the reason why you're putting notes on there so they can see it, is to let them know you've been thinking about their home and this process with them. So, uh, (laughs) thanks Lorraine. So the, the idea here is, is if you've taken notes, what you can then say is, well, here we are. Um uh, I've taken some notes, just wanted to let you know, um, because I've been thinking about this home, I've been doing some research on it and wanted to, um, make sure that I don't forget to ask you, you know, some of these really important questions. And then if you're okay with it, I'd also like to take notes during our conversation. Is that okay? And they're going to say, well, of course, you know, geez, you seem really organized. All right. So subliminally you're telling them that you are prepared Secondly, you're telling them that you want to, that what they're going to say is so important to you that you're going to take notes, okay? So I know that these are subtle things. It's how you get listing consultations. That's how you get the listing, is the bottom line, is, is that you're using the psychology of selling and little things all along the path so that you don't have to do the, the stupid things that were mentioned in this, um, this advice, right? where you look like every other agent and you sound like every other agent and then they're going to go with whoever their neighbor used anyway because you know this is all too confusing and and they all sounded alike and that's the kiss of death for you so um what you what you want to make sure of and this is the number one question i get so i'm going to address it up front now is that people say agents will say well geez pam um what if i don't have an answer to a question Well, I have news for you. We all get those questions (laughs) always. There's always a question that you're like, can I get back to you on that? Uh, You guys ask me those questions and I'll be like, well, I can't answer that here. Let me get back to you. So, and that's exactly what you'll say is you have two choices. One is that is an excellent question. Um, If you're okay with it, let me think about it. And uh, we can, we can put it, we can talk about it either at the end or I will get back to you this afternoon or tomorrow morning, whatever it is you're going to get back, uh, with that information. So remember that you're, despite the fact that this conversation is about them, you're controlling it. And, and the interesting thing about that is then our favorite thing, and I don't know if Jerry's on the call or not, but um, <laughs> is the 70-30 rule, which is, You're listening to them 70% of the time, and you're only asking questions or answering questions 30% of the time. Now, that's a hard thing to do. I understand that. But when somebody feels, have you ever been on a plane ride or sat next to someone, a stranger, and they um they talk to you and talk to you and talk to you and talk to you. And and you're just sitting there going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And at the end of it, they're like, I'm really glad we had this conversation. Now, technically it wasn't a conversation. You were just, you know, probing them and saying, well, really, why is that? You know, and, and, you know, how'd that make you feel? And, and you're just asking these probing questions. And that person walks away feeling really good about the conversation they had with you, despite the fact that they know nothing about you when they get off the plane or walk away or whatever. Oh, there you are. Um, So, um, yes. Easy peasy, Jerry. (laughs) Oh yes. Um, so, so again, this is really about the psychology of a conversation to, so you're building one of my, my business coaches used to talk about building uh, gold bars. And every time that, that you would do something where you're building that credibility and helping people, Helping your leads see that you have their best interests in mind is that you would do one thing and that would be one bar and then you would do another one and that would be another bar and you're stacking those bars of trust so that at the end of it, they feel like they've really, they've really had a chance for you to listen to them and to understand them. And ultimately, that person's the one who's going to get the listing because that's the person they trust. And it has nothing to do with your brokerage, has nothing to do with how many years of experience you have. Um, as a matter of fact, that can really work against you because if you have a ton of experience, it means that your marketing is mostly old school. So I really like Samantha's viewpoint of, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm the, I'm the realtor, I know real estate law. But I have a marketing specialist that will um, works with me. So, um, so it it you know. So the next thing is, so we did say, do not use a laptop, no electronics. This is a conversation between humans. Don't you think it would be weird if you were going out on a, on a date or going out with your spouse and you brought your computer with you to have a conversation? That's exactly that's exactly what it would be like if you sit down with a computer in front of uh, your prospective uh, uh, clients. So um, so let's start talking about some of the other cool stuff that you have access to in the Power Words Power profit um, under getting the listing. So this is a I think it's nine slides um, listing. For home slide. Okay. Now, yes, there's a ton of words here, but I'm going to tell you what they are. So the first of all, what's different about this is that there's humans in it. So find, you know, get your staged, you know, shots that you have with your clients with sold signs and, and with, and let me bring this a little closer so you can see it. So there's a happy person. and There's a happy multi-generational family. And here's the agent. And notice how this is staged. The agent's up front and then the couple is here you want to get make sure that you grab you know uh, some friends and make that this this particular photo happen Um, here's another great photo of them looking at a checklist and the agent going through it and then of course this family you know more happy people all that's here is your name your tagline and then your calls to action regarding uh, text or call me email me at and find more information so it's your tagline your phone number your website, uh, and, um, um, I think that's it. So the, the idea behind that is that it's about your clients. That's what this says. It's, it's not about, you know, and I put this stuff too far away from me. It's not about me. It's not about my brokerage and it's not about my stinky feet. Uh, <laughs> This this just puzzles me and that it was used as an example of the best listing presentation. kills me. Uh, And then pictures of the houses, okay? This is not a house business. It's a people business. And your listing consultation first slide should have people in it. And it should be something I can take and fold up into a business card size thing. And I don't want to fold this, but um, because it has all of your information on it. I will keep this because it has. It gives me an image of your brand, who you are, you're about me. That's what I want to talk about, me. It's my $300,000, $400,000 home that we're selling. It's not about you and your brokerage and your references, okay? So make sure that this page has pictures of you with, with your clients or just your clients holding a sold sign or doing a thumbs up, whatever it is, okay? Most, 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 this is your first impression. All right, don't screw it up by putting a house on it or or feet or your brokerage's logo. I mean, it's down here because you have to have it there. But, but that's not, you know, it's not about the brokerage. Nobody cares, I'm gonna hold you accountable for selling my house, not your brokerage, okay? Now there will be a point at which you can tell whether or not they understand the brokerage's role when you start talking about commission. And so when you do that, um, you can just ask a simple question of, you know, do you understand how I get paid? And they'll say, well, I think so. You know, you get a commission, right? I do. And, and that's what I pay my bills with. So I don't have any other, um, you know, I don't have a salary, I don't have any other income, this is, this is why this is so important to me, is that I want you to be successful because it helps both of us. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, and so let me talk to you about um, how we can make that most successful. And, and so just kind of, then you didn't talk about any numbers yet, right? But all you did was, was find out from them if they understand the process. So that that's the first slide. The next thing, I do agree with identifying wants and needs. Do not do this on the phone, okay? Do not have this conversation on the phone. This is an eyeball-to-eyeball kind of conversation. And then there's bullets as to the types of questions. And a lot of it is not what, you know, What um how much do you want for the house? Why are, you know, what's your time frame? All that kind of stuff, which, you know, yeah, they're in here. But they're also about, you know, um, What's your biggest concern about moving? Um, what what factors are playing into on the on the receiving side? So when you sell the home, where are you going to? And um, and and how much of you know what, what is it that financially that you're expecting or needing from this home to move on into your future life? And notice how I'm asking those questions. I'm not saying, how much money do you need from the house? I'm, I'm softening it with a conversation about, you know, how is it, how, how do you envision this working? What Where are you coming from? And help me understand the thought process. And then if somebody ever puts you on a defensive, like, well, we absolutely have to have $450,000 for this house. I'm just picking a number. Um then and 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 if you can't price it at that so say it's worth only 225 in general the comps that you've done um and we absolutely have to have that then your job is to then turn around and say okay i understand so so tell me what's driving that number can you share that with me so they'll tell you and then the next thing you've got to say is all right what happens if you don't get that number and that's you know They'll be like, well, we'll just use a different agent. Okay, so it's not the agent that's buying the house. And so we need to focus on how do we handle a situation where the market doesn't bear the amount of money that you need from your home. And that's, a, that's an emotional conversation. And emotion is where people trigger their buying decisions, not with facts, not with, you know, yeah, you're going to have comps. Uh, and that's kind of the reality check but it really is the emotions behind what's driving that number and every homeowner wants to get the most out of their house every thousand dollars counts towards the dream of where you're going to go next or what you're going to do with that money and so and I know you understand that but you in the process of doing this consultation you have to have that conversation with every individual because it's a very human and emotional conversation and realtors in general, real estate agents in general, tend to stick with these very, here's my expertise, here's how many years, here's the homes that I've sold, we've sold, this This is what our team does, you know, and, and it's like nobody cares about me and my situation. So there's that's that's your open door, <laughs> pardon the pun. That's, that's how you get your foot in the door and stand out. And even when you're having um, that phone conversation, the reason for those one or two really unique questions is because they won't cancel on you. So they, you know, there's a cancel rate that happens with your phone appointment versus the listing appointment. And so, um, it's, it's not so much empathy, Tom. So that's a good question. Um, so, um, with, um, with empathy you what you're really trying to do is uncover the the reasons the driving points behind something so it's It's more of you asking questions that they haven't really faced up to so um, It's being you have to be gentle, but not necessarily empathetic um, Well, and it, it 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 can be being on the same page Jerry. That's a good point point. But it's also a matter of if we don't. So what you're doing is uncovering fears, okay? Because there's there's basically the way that you're you're going to make an impression is by helping them walk through their fears by having an expert walk through their fears. Think of yourself as a psychologist. Um, so you're helping them walk through their fears of what if we don't get that money? What you can't. And the other thing you're also doing is protecting yourself because. It's very important for you to articulate that if the house sells for 225 and you needed 250, it's not my fault. I'm not, you know, you don't blame the real estate agent. It's, it has nothing to do with you, really. I mean, um, it has more to do with what the market will bear. Okay, and so, so you have to, you are a consultant. You become part of their life when you say, what if we can't get that number that you're saying you need? What's your backup plan? how will you do that and and no one's going to ask that question because nobody really cares all they're trying all most agents are trying to do is you know go through the slide deck and hopefully win the listing um so uh, jerry said i just ended in a cancellation yesterday because of this yeah so um and so ultimately um You've got to get them emotionally engaged, so why you ask that question when you set the appointment, that unique question, as you get them thinking, They you trigger a reason for them not to cancel uh, because they now want to learn more about you. You're different. You said something different and asked a different question than, you know, okay, I'll see you on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Okay? So you're gonna have to listen to this particular recording over and over and over again. Because you are programmed to do it very differently. And I'm saying that if you don't do it this way, you're going to start to see significant drops in your listings. You're going to seek more cancellations. You're going to be feeding um, a consolidation of the number of real estate agents uh, as they try to get away from this type of conversation, the typical type of conversation. If, if all listing consultations were like this, people would be fine with talking with you. Um, Because it's a conversation. But most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's here, let me go through my 29 slides in the next hour. So if you're doing that, stop it. Um, If nothing else, just grab this presentation. I mean, it's literally it's done for you. All you have to do is put your name on it. Um, So every every slide deck has to have the home selling process. But you don't have to go into exhausting details. So this basically walks through three, six, eight steps. And the bottom one is move on to your next adventure. Okay. So that's a happy one. Um, So, so Tom, you had talked about um, doing something simple. You can just take these and put them into uh, an infographic or I can do that for you if you want. Um, But these are the eight steps of, and, and that's all that you really, you know, at that point you can, you can say, you know, does this make sense to you? Um, and, and the key words that you can go back to, so these are called check-in phrases. So even though you're kind of in control of where this conversation goes, at all times, you know, after you've, if you've talked for like two minutes, you can say, does that sound fair? Um, does this make sense? Can I explain this? Does, does my explanation meet your needs? Because what you're doing, again, is you're engaging them to say yes. And as soon as you have five yeses, there's something weird about odd numbers, um, but five yeses of yes, I understand. Yes, you're doing, and that sounds fair. Yes, yes, yes. The brain says this is a trustable entity. And the next question is, would you like to hire me as your listing agent? The answer is yes. So you have to, you have to get to your yeses, five yeses. So you want to make sure that you say, "Does that sound fair? Does that make sense? Um, you know, it, it, do do I need to elaborate more on this?" Um, yep, it's all on on power words, power profit, um, and then um, exactly, Tom. I like your wording here. He said um, you're allowing the client a safe space to come to their truth, and that is excellent. That that's perfectly worded, um, and so it, it it's exactly what you're trying to do and it puts you in a human position remember i can do homey.com and all i have to do is email back and forth and it's a self-service and i pay fifteen hundred dollars plus three percent commission to the buying agent i'm going to save some money and i don't have to deal with you at all so the more human you can be and that includes videos of course because i'm going to talk about that in just a second but so you have the next one which is um you know, bringing innovation to real estate marketing, I just put that in there. But it's my commitment to you and your commitment to me. Because they have to have skin in the game, otherwise all they're gonna do is blame you. Why Why isn't it sold yet? You know, it's been on the market for 14 days. Well, average time on market in your zip code and your price range is 60 days. So that means that half of them went further than that and half of them didn't. So 14 is really not even feasible for you to be getting excited about. So, so you want them to have a commitment, and that this you will never see this in any standard listing presentation. Um, but you want your commitment and their commitment on the slide. Again, these are all available under um, getting the listing. Now, um, you can choose to keep this or not. That's the beauty of paper is that you can just say, okay, well, are comps, are comps important? How important are they? Um, what if your house doesn't have any comps, which sounds really familiar to me right now, um, but you're, you're going to kind of explain what comps are, especially if it's the first time for them to sell, but we've become a lot more savvy as consumers about what comps are or what they, what they mean so you can kind of say you know what do you know about comps and ask them that question as opposed to saying let me walk you through the stuff you already know because there's nothing more boring so here you want a bunch of points and now you lose points because now you're going to go through this bulleted list say well so do you understand what how we use comparable homes and what does comparable actually mean right because um i would say there are other homes in my neighborhood that have sold however they don't have my views. They don't have this. They don't have that. And so to me, my house is worth more. But that might not be what the market says. And so helping them understand, when we say comparable, this is what we kind of mean. You know, this is how it would be evaluated. And that's more helpful. You know, these are like, what are they? Why are they important? What's selling in your neighborhood and for how much? And how? what does this mean to your listing? That last one is really the most important one. So always check in with them as you move through each of these um, uh, sheets of paper uh, because you want to make sure that you're not boring them and you say, well, what's your understanding? Uh, Because I want to make sure that I'm filling in gaps that I'm not, you know, telling you things you already know. And they'll be like, wow, this person's really considerate. Win, stack a block. So most um, software that you guys have on your websites, or uh, other software has a complimentary um, uh, CMA or a detailed property report. So this is actually a detailed property report. Hal, Tom, uh, Carol, if you're on and um, Jerry, you all have access to these for all of the addresses. And so you wanna promote the ability for people to get those um, as frequently as you possibly can. As you meet people, uh, we can even put that on the back of your business card To say go to this web page to get your detailed property report Um, and that's a really you know or you use a QR code Um, but the whole idea here is that it also has recent um, price trends and that kind of thing so you can use these as graphics to say you know this is kind of where things are at this is the tax information this is the average salary information and that's really important because if the average salary information in a particular neighborhood it pretty much gives you the indication if you do the multiple of three to say if you're making if the average neighborhood the neighborhood you're in is around 80,000 that means that the most that somebody could afford is probably, you know, $280,000 in the house. So if you want 300,000, most likely the people who would make that income are going to be closer to 100,000 and that's not necessarily where your average is at. So you can start to use some of the math that logic conversation to say this is how we come up with a price for your home. Do not talk price yet, okay? You do not want to have that conversation. You want to walk them through and say, we'll talk about, you know, pricing and where we would put the home at the end of the conversation. And then putting the home on the market, these are their responsibilities as to what they do and what you do. The next thing is your sample marketing tools list. Notice how much stuff is on here. Down here is what everybody else does. Over here and here is what you do, okay, and especially if you're a Power Words, Power Profit um, a member, you have all of this stuff on the site. And some of it is, because you know I had to go to the gift bag, um, is when you show up at the listing consultation, you know, don't bring muffins, you know, bring samples of your marketing. And so bring one of the uh, acrylic stands with the welcome to your new home and say, these will go in every room with a painting the picture of what it would be like to live here. You know, uh, imagine creating holiday and um, holiday memories in in this fireplace living room. Um, Imagine using this as a craft room or imagine sipping cocktails and listening to the birds sitting out on this deck. You know, whatever it might be. And you can carry everything, don't put it in a folder for heaven's sakes, because folders fit in drawers. Do a gift bag, think about it. Folders fit in drawers, that means you go away. But in a gift bag, it's kind of like, oh, well this is a gift, right? Because everybody reuses them. And then on top of that, it's got some cool stuff in it. So you decide what cool stuff you put in there, but make sure that you put mostly marketing stuff. So this is an example of if you did an open house, this is also on PowerWords, Profit. Um, if you want me to create one for you, it's, it's from Canva. I created it in Canva, and um, I can share it with you. I think Judy had this question, because you can only use this as a post in Facebook like this because there's too much text in it for an ad. You'd have to put the text like this um, in the post text in Facebook. So you really want to make sure that um, you're showing that you use color, that you use a beautiful staged photo, and you can use this as an example because um, it doesn't have anybody's address on it or anything. And it shows what your expectation is. Let's see if I can get the camera to focus on this staged living room, right? And how pretty it is. And then you've got the bright color of yellow to draw the eye. Um, and you, know, you could make these into, um, I could make them into promo sheets. You can make them into a Facebook ad if we do it right. But my point was is that I can help you with this and just share the template with you if you need this. Um, mostly because, um, there's no way for us to really do it where you can edit it, um, straight from, um, PowerWords, Profit. Canva doesn't let us do that. Now, here's what my clients say about me. It does not say references. What my clients say about me, do not go through this. Just say, this is, if you're interested in learning more about what people think about me, this is the page that you can go back and review. And then, this is also in the slide deck. A glossary of terms. How handy is that? Because I'm not going to remember what a PNS stands for, or you know, uh, you know, because you guys you'd love to use acronyms, right? So we want to make sure that that I have a reference sheet for all the acronyms, okay? And then on each page, you're going to have at the bottom your brokerage name, your name, and your text or call me at. Right? You don't need to put your email address and your website at the bottom of here. You just need to put in the footer what your information is. So on, on it, and it will be. It'll carry out through all of these pieces of paper. So what that means is that in the um, in the getting the listing section, there is um, the list of things that you need to do, including script examples, including the listing consultation slides, um, what to cover. Uh, Setting the stage where you want to have the meeting, so we've talked about that. Um, Samantha, it's your birthday! Happy birthday! Um, thank you, Facebook, for letting us know. Everybody, say happy birthday to Samantha. Um, <laughs> um, and and you spent it with me. I feel I feel privileged and honored. That's very sweet. Um, but then there's also um, some tips for you about um, you know how to get someone to pick you uh, as uh, their agent. So I have common errors most agents make, otherwise known as um, things to avoid. And so um, one of them is avoid taking measurements of the house until they hire you. I've never understood why someone would do that. Um, and and it, Because it's your time, right? And, and if every agent does that, you're wasting your seller's time too. So instead say we'll measure the home uh, when uh, once, you've, once you've chosen me. And then there's also listing conversation prep and tools. So all that information is there. And it basically walks you through each of the steps, uh, much like this has, including things like how to dress and what to bring and that kind of thing. So I know that you get this education, like there's questions to ask is in here too, um, prevent yourself from doing these things. I know that in school you get um, you get training on this the problem is is what the school is teaching is outdated and so it's my job to get you up to 2018 from old school um, teaching so it's very important that you read through this it only take you two seconds I mean literally you read it over coffee okay so the last thing <coughs> excuse me um, is that you want to follow up with a video. And here's why. Um, is One, it shows that you're making an impression uh, by doing something different and unique. And oh, by the way, on that list, it does say you do video marketing. It doesn't say virtual tours. So if you have a product, um, my favorite one for sending an email with a video in it is BombBomb, a Bomb, B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B, oh, weird name. Um, but they do, um, they do emails, um, they do email automation if you want to create a series of videos and, um, and then send them to, the, to your list of past clients that say, Hey, I'm just checking in, wondering how you're doing, which is always a good idea. Um, and, and then I mean, usually it's easiest for you to, to do them one at a time and not create an automated list. But sometimes it works, it depends on what you want to talk about, and you just don't want it to be dated information, right? But once you meet with someone, you should send them a video email. And just so you know, BombBomb, to my knowledge, okay, so caveat there, to my knowledge, BombBomb is the only one where you can actually record the video from your laptop and it places it right into the email and then sends it. Um, Google can't do that. Gmail cannot. You and um, Outlook cannot do that. So um, you, you have to include a link, and then it links to where YouTube or wherever. It's not personal, but BombBomb bomb rocks because it is actually. I click on it. I watch the video in the email. It says, "Here's the seven points that we re, that we talked about. If you have any questions, um, you know, on these seven points, I'm at. You know, please reach out to me." Um, but in addition to that, you asked me two questions, this question and this question, and I'm getting your answers and I'll get back to you tomorrow. So have a wonderful day. It was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, and I look forward to, uh, future conversations. I didn't say looking forward to seeing you soon. I said, I look forward to future conversations and you're done. And how cool is that, that, um, you've done that. And so, um, I, uh, I use BombBomb um, on occasion. I wish I used it more. Um, yeah, you know, it's usually a bad hair day type of thing for me. <laughs> so, um, but it's a really cool tool, and it's a great way to um, to touch and uh, and interact with people in a meaningful way, because doing it through just email is not going to get you regular email, text email is not going to get you. You've got to get their email address first, right? And so that's where the gotcha comes for, for your listings, uh, your listing leads. Um, but once you get that appointment, then you've really got to be on top of things. And you, know, you can send a thank you note as well. There's no reason why you can't say thank you multiple ways. Um, and, and what it does is it impresses them as to how good you are at marketing. Because everybody who owns a home understands that your ability to market is the reason why they should choose you. So Jerry, last thing, um, you could never have a better (laughs) day. Thank you, I appreciate that, but it's not true. So, all right, we are um, at the top of the hour. I hope you found this helpful. As you know, I could probably talk about this for another hour or two, uh, but we like to keep this to an hour session. (laughs) So if you do have questions or you need any help with anything, again, the content that I've gone through today is all outlined for you on PowerWordsPowerProfit.com and um it's uh under getting the listing okay so thank you guys i appreciate all the hearts and thumbs up and the conversation samantha have a wonderful day on your birthday thank you for joining us it was wonderful to see your smiling face and uh, i look forward to seeing you guys next thursday and for those people where this might be your first session um we do this every thursday uh, 8 o'clock pacific 11 a.m eastern unless i send out a message saying i'm someplace else Uh, So I look forward to um, seeing you again next week. If you have topics that you want me to cover, please email me at Pam at PowerWordsPowerProfit.com or message me on Facebook right here or under my my personal name, Pam Ostrowski. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, remember, today's Thursday. Send out your Thursday What's Happening in Your Town Facebook post. All right? And that way, everybody knows that you are a resource to go to Uh, when it comes to what's happening in the town, okay? Thank you, you too, bye-bye.